Welcome to uh, Yin and Yang, the podcast. Uh, we're here with uh, Ivy Chu, uh, filmmaker and uh, all-around cool person. Uh, let's see. And then, Ivy, you want to say hi? Hi, everyone. <laughs> and then, hi, da- and then Daniel, you're you're there. Yes, I'm still here. Hi, everyone. All right. So, okay. Um, Basically, for the podcast, it's pretty freeform. Um, we just talk about things that interest us, and uh, you know, don't feel pressure to be like funny or have to be like to force anything. We just talk about you know things that are interesting to us. Yeah, and I think and I think by just naturally, like when we talk about stuff is interesting to us, other people will be interested too. So yeah, yeah. So Ivy, you are where are you right now? I'm in Taipei, uh, in Shida. This is a place where very interesting. There are like a lot of foreigners here in Taipei around this area, and I'm just in a cafe right now. It's a rainy day, and I'm just spending an afternoon here. That's crazy. Yeah, right now Daniel and I, we are in the West Coast. Daniel's uh, San Diego. I'm in Reseda, San Fernando Valley area. Uh, right now, and that's crazy. That because of technology, we can talk to you. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what time is it right now? So it's it's almost two p.m. over here, okay. and uh, yeah, and, and for Taiwan, it's uh, it's a long weekend here. So I guess um, people are getting away to the south of Taiwan or going abroad for this weekend. Yeah. So. Fortunately, Taipei is it's not very busy today. Yeah, because right now it's 10 p.m. here, so hmm. uh, yeah, and so yeah, we're getting ready for the weekend. Um, we had our long weekend last weekend because of President's Day. This weekend, I think it's oh. just a regular weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, let's. What I want to talk about is well, first off, I guess I should introduce. Because Daniel, this is your first time meeting Ivy, I guess electronically. <laughs> yes. So I will, I will introduce Ivy a bit. So Ivy and I met through a mutual friend, um, and uh, he, I think actually he might be in Taiwan now. Ivy, you might want to see if he's around. But um, yeah. Uh, so we met through a mutual friend, and because uh, he knew that we were both interested in film, and what was crazy was that. Uh, I met Ivy like at a cafe. Then that night, this is kind of like tangent, but that night I got word that my friend was um, getting really sick. So, so I don't know if you remember Ivy. So I met you really briefly, yeah. and then we talked, and we're like, "Oh, cool, you're into this like movies as well." And then I got a text message on G Chat like, "Oh, crap, my friend in the Bay Area is sick." So. I, that night after meeting Ivy, I had to drive over. I drove overnight all the way back from from uh, L.A. to uh, the Bay Area, 
to see my friend because he was uh he was going through cancer at the time um so and then i remember that. yeah i was yeah so yeah, you took like a boba tea or two and yeah. then just hop on the car <laughs> yeah I, I had to get two boba teas because i think um i was afraid i might fall asleep yeah because it's because we met around okay. like yeah 10 o'clock or something and then yeah, i was gonna drive overnight yeah, yeah. Time. <laughs> yeah so um anyways that's just a side tangent um but yeah so i met ivy and then we we met up again we watched uh i think it was like that it's like a french film or animated film and then um so yeah so ivy's into uh she wants to be a writer director is that correct right yeah and she worked on uh and i've also read some of her scripts she worked on a short film recently about a overbearing mother um trying to stop a, a young girl from pursuing her musical dreams um and i looked at that script and then uh, helped her a little bit with that and she she wrote and directed that and you're still editing is that correct i'm actually just done oh you just finished okay yeah i finished yeah oh yeah send me a send me an edit i'd be down to check it out mm -hmm. yeah. okay mm -hmm. so and then now she is in taiwan um pursuing other opportunities there um you're so so ivy you're originally from taiwan yeah Yes, I was born and raised in Taiwan. Uh, so basically, I lived here in Taipei till around till around junior year of high school. Yeah, and that's when I moved to uh, uh, California. Well, actually, in around the LA area. Okay, cool. So you went from Taipei to LA, and then mm -hmm. when you were here, was there fa like did you move in with family, like with your aunts or? But yeah, I moved there with my mom and grandma. Yeah. Whoa. Sorry, that was my dog. <laughs> okay. I was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah. So, so I I went there. So I think I pretty much skipped a semester, kind of, because uh, the semester is also a little different uh -huh. uh, from Taiwan. Uh, and I think I moved there. So basically, I officially started uh, my high school in California in the I think it was in spring semester uh, of a junior year. Junior and, year uh, of high school, right? I guess yeah. Junior year of high school, yeah. Uh, it was it was pretty cool because uh, in Taiwan here, I so basically in Taiwan, I've been attending private school. Yeah. Uh, since like grade school. And yeah. um, so it, it was my first public school experience. <laughs> oh, okay. In and uh, it was pretty. It was really nice because in Taiwan we have a lot of we have stress about like college entrance exam. Okay. Um, so most of the time we had to stay at school from like basically it's a six to nine job. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah, and sometimes Saturday too. Um, so, and, and you know, in the state public school, it's like A to A to three or A to two, and yeah, then yeah. Like activities. So, yeah, so that was pretty nice. Plenty of sleep and <laughs> yeah, get to know a new place. That was uh, that was a cool experience. Yeah, because one of my ex girlfriends, she was Taiwanese, and she went to high school in Taiwan, and like all her friends would like not get enough sleep because they all have to stay up late to finish homework and then wake up really early and uh 
she was not down with that. She's like, no, I'm just going to make sure I sleep. And she, uh, <laughs> and she, yeah, yeah. That's, that's cool. I, I, re- I so regretted it for not, not, not having done that when I was in high school and middle school. <laughs> not sleeping enough. Yeah. Yeah, I, I regret it. Like, yeah, well, I mean, who cared about your mask grade now? Like, yeah, seriously, yeah. <laughs> you got to be so what? Because <laughs> if you, yeah, because you, I think it's super important. I think when in high school, if you sleep, then you'll, you know, get taller, feel happier, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, but I think, so, so, yeah, go yeah. ahead. So I um, just want to add that. So, so that was pretty much around like uh, 10 years ago when I was here uh, for high school and middle school. Okay. Uh, and, and then like, I think these years, like I think things around like 2010, I mean, people started to complain and now you go back to Taiwan and you look at those high school students and they're actually taller <laughs> on average. <laughs> you think it's cause they get more sleep? I think so. I think oh. that's why, cause now they have less stress. And then, so for example, like, us when we're in high school uh, so every week like they, they rank everyone in the class and you can see like top one top two and who's like the last one so, yeah. so everyone has a lot of stress because it's just it doesn't look good yeah but now oh now they don't know like it's all anonymous and then okay you know how you do but then you don't have to worry about like how like your other classmates will look at you so that's a, that's a huge difference. Oh, because it's on is anonymous now. Yeah. It oh is. wow. Okay. So yeah, they, and yeah. they um, and for high school because we used to. So in our time, I think now it's getting a little better, but in our time, uh, we we also had a lot of stress uh, for getting into high school. So in Taiwan, not only you have the college entrance exam, you also had the high school entrance exam. <laughs> Oh jeez, yeah. Because like I think that's the same system as Japan, right? Or yeah, Korea, Japan. yeah, similar. Yeah. And then yeah, so I think that's because uh, then it's like extra, it's like an extra level of stress of tests and stuff for the students. I mean, is um is like is suicide still a like because of stress, is that a big deal in Taiwan still, or not so much now? Uh, I've not heard that many cases. Um, okay. But then, I mean, I guess. I think in Taiwan, you're a teenager, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think it's maybe worse in Korea and Japan now. Maybe Taiwan's not mm-hmm. so bad. Yeah. Mhm. I mean, they they look better now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I was, just, I was going to I was going to ask wait since you don't have headphones like can everyone hear us in the cafe right now? No. Oh, okay. I mean it's not not full so That's, I mean it's fine. It's okay. I mean I I'm just curious cuz then it's like they can hear a free podcast. Well, I mean it's all free but <laughs> they can just check it. Um, they can be part of it. They can be part of it. Yeah. Uh So I think that's that's cool. So you have kind of the the young you have the growing up in Taiwan experience, and then you have the uh, the second half of high school and college experience in America, right? Yes. Yes. Now the trans. What I'm curious about is the transition from the first half of high school to to the second half where you're in America. Like, cause so for me, I um, 
the culture shock that I had was when I went back to Taiwan after I got graduated from college. I went back to Taiwan to actually live there for a few years. Um, but for you, it's like you're in like the middle of because in high school, that's like, you know, you got the hormones and you're like trying to figure out your identity. Like, how was that transition for you? Uh, for me, I was just really happy. I finally got to have plenty of sleep. <laughs> right. And uh, and the other thing is just everything is just fresh. Uh, so it's it's just good that I think for me, I'm just the type of person that that love challenges. Yeah. So it was really good that you you got to learn a new language and then. Uh, and then, and then also, there are a lot of things that that are different uh, in California. I mean, for example, like we, we didn't have that much uh, extracurricular activities back in my school in Taiwan. Yeah. I mean, I I I, I, I kind of got to uh, the states a little too late because in junior year, uh, you can't really join any like sport team. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so that was that was just a shame that I, I or maybe I, I wasn't really active. Uh, uh, but then, yeah, it was it was just cool that you, you see like they're, they're like another way of uh, having the high school experience. Um, and did you did yeah, you and, yeah go ahead yeah <laughs> I was wondering about like uh did you was it easy to make friends did anyone pick on you or was it okay like people were pretty nice like this is in what Alhambra area or Pasadena area when you South start, Pasadena South Pasadena yeah. so a lot of Asians yeah, I guess yeah yeah there are a lot of Asians as well uh so so at least I think I actually appreciate the fact that there there like some Asian population like like or like they're in my school they're like ESL classes. Oh yeah. So yeah. then like yeah. I mean in a way that that, that make the process kinda slow because you hang out with uh with people that you're familiar to start with. Um but then uh now to think about it, at least the transition is, it was pretty smooth, and then uh, the, and like the other guys would give you like tips on like like for example, uh, you come to a cafeteria <laughs> uh, during during lunchtime, and at least you have a group of people that, that can support you. Right, and I right. think that's yeah. So it's like okay, because I know. So if you bring if you bring noodles to school, it's okay. No one's like ill. You bring noodles, it's like it's normal, right? Yeah, I think at least in LA, people are pretty open minded. Yeah, and this is um, the high school for you was what in, uh, two thousand early two thousands, right? Two thousand six. Okay, okay, two thousand six. Okay, six seven eight. Okay, cause yeah, okay, so you're a little bit younger than me, and then you're younger than Daniel. Okay, cool. For sure. <laughs> A lot younger. <laughs> uh, okay. Now, I, what I'm curious... Sorry, Daniel, did you have any questions? No, I mean, go right ahead. These, I, this all sounds very interesting, actually. These are questions I would want to know, too. Yeah, what I was going to say is that... So, okay, after high school, you went to... Uh, did you go to a four-year college after that? I went to a community college in Pasadena. Uh, well, Pasadena City College, <laughs> obviously. 
Okay. And then did you finish your AA degree there or uh, what did you do after uh, after that? I, so I finished my AA there, uh, focused on business, uh, economics, and then I transferred to uh, Bay Area to UC Berkeley. I majored in economics and also took a bunch of accounting classes. <laughs> oh, sounds fun. <laughs> sounds so fun. Yeah. Cause you, yeah, you and me, we both we're both econ majors. I remember when I met you, I'm like, oh, you and I are both e- we're both econ majors that secretly want to be filmmakers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I do. Uh, to be honest, I do love uh, economics, but just that I think it was a major that is. I, I love the like the way that people analyzing and, and the, the the quantity things that I learned like back in college. I do appreciate that. Um, but just I, I wish that I, I, I've been I, I was involved in like more in, involved more in the creative aspect back in college because it was all about numbers back then. You know, I think it's I think it's fine. Sometimes I I, I talk to other artists or actors. And they are jealous of me, which I find interesting. You know, did you ever get this? Where I, I spoke to an actor in Taiwan and I said, yeah, I was an econ major. He's like, oh, that's cool. Now you get both sides. Now you learn the, I guess, the left brain, right brain, whatever. The mm-hmm. You learn the logical stuff. And then now you're pursuing your creative side. Whereas for him, he started learning acting right after high school or in high school and then college so his training all his training was in acting and he's always wondered like oh maybe it'd be cool to like step outside of that um Mm -hmm. but uh you know it's like it's each person's path is different i think there's some people where if they focus on acting that long it's good for them or as they focus on different things in different periods of their life then that's also a very you know fruitful way to learn as well i mean have you felt that by learning kind of the the, the you know statistics uh, analy- analytics and uh, numbers has that helped you at all later in your life for sure uh i love the training i got uh from from studying economics and accounting um i, I think first uh it just trained you to to look at things in a very logical way and then like for example, when you, because economics is all about making making decisions like from from like all the like all the resources that you have, right? And I think that's actually a day to day thing. Like every day you have to make decisions, and you have to you want to be optimal, and you want to basically do the best thing, right? Um, so so I think that logic helped me a lot. Uh, just in daily basis, but also like for sure that uh, when I'm on the production side, when I'm doing film production, I can is way easier for me to to wear both hats. Okay, like the producer or the yeah. director or the writer. Okay. Yeah. Or or even on a on the below the line scale that like for example like if you're if you're in like. If you're working in the production office, if you're working in a producing team, it, and for sure, if you had that mindset, you know how to prioritize, and that's super, super important on set, I think. Yeah, I think if you know the below the line, above the line stuff, I think then that makes you a much stronger director because the director has to know all of that crap. I mean, all of that stuff, right? 
Um, yeah, yeah. Or at least a little yeah. bit of each, just to have an idea of the ship is still sailing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 And and always you wanna know because always even you're like if you have a even if you have a lot of money, if you have a lot of resources, still like there there are times that you you have to make a decision. You have to really like assess like what is what is out there, like what is the opportunity cost, like. What is the best thing for your team and for your production for your film, and and having that background definitely helped me to make a make a decision.、Mm, I think now, so you moved back to Taiwan. You did some production here in the U.S. Yeah, I mean, you worked on. Did you work on anything in the U.S.?、Uh, so, um, so, so my story is.、Uh, so after after I graduated from college,、uh, I worked at. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I work in accounting for a few years、uh, back in Bay Area. Yeah. Uh, Milpitas in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, Milpitas. What's up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's my hometown.、Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Milpitas. Yeah,、really? Milpitas, my hometown. I mean, hella hella Asians there. Um, lots. Oh yeah. Ninety nine ranch. Ninety nine ranch. A lot of Vietnamese. <laughs> a lot of Filipinos. What's up? Uh, you know, um, pancits. You know, like all that. Yeah. So. Um, and then there's more and more Taiwanese now, but I think growing yeah, no growing up yeah growing up I didn't have that many Taiwanese. There's a lot more Hong Kong,、um, Hong Kongese people and、uh, but not so many Taiwanese. But now I there's a you know there's a Tico there now. There's a Taiwan Economic Se-、uh, Cultural Office there now. Yeah, yeah no idea. That's、wow. crazy, huh? So like I guess. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. Yeah. Continue. So you were working in accounting in Milpitas, yeah, San Jose area. Okay. First in San Francisco, Dan to to Milpitas.、Um, Dan Dan I, does banking. Actually, he used to do banking. Actually, yeah. Oh. Okay. So we all have like kind of similar background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay.、Uh, yeah. So afterward, I I. Because I've I've always wanted I'm I've been interested in film for like a long time and then it's, that's when I started to really explore like what I really wanted I mean kind of late when you're in your like in your twenties and you started thinking about it <laughs> but then、uh, I think I I kind of I I knew myself well enough and then I knew that I I was really interested in film and I really wanted to give it a try、uh, so then I. I had a friend、um, who who actually went to USC for、um, for for I think for for, for filming. USC. Like yeah.、Uh, undergrad or grad school. Undergrad. Undergrad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we we both transferred、uh, from PCC, but then I was like, now I want to go to Berkeley, and I wanted to study economics. <laughs> that then. Okay.、Um, Yeah, but yeah. So I talked to him, and then he he told me about the、um, LA City College, about the pro the film program there. And I looked it up online, and it looked just really good. That and I I really I thought that that's something that could、uh, give me a solid background、right. in film. That that's where I can learn and to really see if it's something for me.、Um, so so I moved. Actually, I. I was really grateful that、uh, so my my company back then they let me move to LA to the LA office. Okay. So、uh, for 
for about half a year, I just worked. Uh, I worked during the day, and then I went to the LA City College to take film classes there. Oh wow, that's uh, that's a、uh, that's tough. Okay, yeah.、Mm-hmm. I mean, it's okay, but the traffic was tough. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> traffic in LA is always tough. And so, yeah,、uh, LA City College. So you can get the training that's similar to USC, but you don't have to pay the USC price tag, basically.、Mm-hmm. I I think I mean for sure. Like we didn't get to work on like、uh, real industry scale production over there, but then it give you like a very good. Like at least you you get to really know what's up there in the industry, and then. Give you basic knowledge.、Um, I mean things like cinematography, equipment、uh, uh, electric, and then just things that you know you have to know. So I think it's a really good, I would say, tran- transition school. Yeah. If you、uh, go for filming. Now. Yeah. Ap- so after that, because you just finished that program recently, right? Like after.、Um... <laughs> And then you just like, fuck America. I'm going back to Taiwan. Or, <laughs> well, that was not after the election. <laughs> oh, that that was okay. No,、uh, no, but but yeah.、Uh, so for me, it was mainly because、uh, so when I was in LA, I also during weekend I went to a lot of、uh, student productions, for example, in、uh, from AFI or USC. So I, I got to train myself a little bit as a PA on set, a production assistant on set. Right. Like whose role is to basically assist everything on set, like being a runner. Right. Um. So so I got that experience. So I and at that time I I was just really tired of driving. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Screw driving. Yeah. yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Because I used to have a part-time job in Irvine. And then every day was like three hours, four hours driving.、Just、feel like I was wasting my my, my life in a car. Yeah. Which is good that you have the podcast. <laughs> yes, podcasts are good. Yeah, podcasts or you ever do Audible? I you I listen to a lot of books now on Audible. Yeah. Yeah. Sponsor yeah, us,、that's... Audible. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so so at that time I was like, no, I miss living in the city, and then my family is here in Taipei. I also wanted to just spend more time with family and friends here. Cause your your parents are still in Taipei, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.、Um, yeah. So and then also it's it's just cheaper here, really. For sure. I mean, you don't have sure, to pay、yeah. much rent. Yeah. So I think just as a filmmaker, I wanna, I wanted to try here in Taiwan to see how like film sets work here, or if or in China or in Greater China area, I guess. As compared to the U.S., I guess, right? Yeah, as compared to the U.S. Now, also, yeah, go ahead. Sorry.、Mm-hmm. I mean, just saying, being bilingual, you you definitely see more. Opportunity here. I mean, like compared to LA, is that、like, everyone is like pursuing that film dream, and I, I think it definitely you would probably take a lot longer to 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 establish yourself, and then also the cost is high. You have to spend time on part time jobs, things like that. Now, you think the track is 
faster in Taiwan if you are like Taiwanese American, I guess. If you, uh, in if, Asia or in China, actually. Really? Okay. Oh, go going yeah. to China, mainland China. Yeah, in mainland China. Yeah, sorry. Okay. So. <laughs> Because I've always I was very curious about that too. Because that's something I want to pursue in the future. Like with a, a I have a short film production idea that I want to do. May, I'm going to talk to you about this after the pocket, maybe um, later. But oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'd be curious about. So what are the main differences basically from U.S. productions? You you so you went to like AFI, USC, some of those student productions, and they're mm-hmm. eventually going to be you know. Doing, they'll be they'll be working in the industry in LA. How have you seen the difference in production in LA, U.S. area versus say Taipei, China? Because you've you've worked both in mainland China and Taiwan, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So so first, well, I, I can't say I, I can't say too much about China because uh, so basically the last film that worked there was a co-production okay so it's both US and uh, and China crew and also New Zealand crew oh wow so that one very international so I I just wouldn't think that that is uh, that could represent like local Chinese film right okay Daniel Dan, yeah, Dan, but, Dan's Chinese by the way or he's like Dan, what are you? You're like <laughs> I'm Chinese. I'm, I'm like from the mainland. But My family's you, from the mainland. But you're culturally it's weird though. Like, you're like culturally like kind of Japanese too though. Yeah, because of my mom, but I am oh. Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's interesting cuz Taiwanese, I don't know, maybe that's why we get along, but Taiwanese are they're very <laughs> Japanese influenced as well. So that's like I mean, you you can you can sense the difference when you interact with uh Taiwanese people versus Chinese people, yeah. Dan, yeah, 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 totally. yeah, yeah. It's 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 different. I mean, I'm not. I'm, I hear this is me being kind of generalizing, but it's a different. Yeah. Anyways, Ivy, please continue. I just want to give you some context about uh, Dan and, and myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I also want to add that of course you see a difference by people from West Coast and East Coast of the U.S. It's different, right? <laughs> So totally just, yeah yeah like yeah, new york <laughs> new york production is different from la production like yeah and also yeah. the because of one of it's because of the people of I mean, course <laughs> yeah the people and also um the weather is totally it's different yeah so yeah i mean yeah. so that so your experience in china was was a kind of like an international co-production so like yeah so that was kind of run like so you guys had what meal time you had a uh, breaks and you had a yeah. yeah yeah so so everything was more i think it's actually look more like it probably looked more like la than typical um typical chinese film i guess but i mean really i i haven't i haven't really worked on a chinese chinese production yeah so i, I can't really say that much about it um but yeah, so that one is just I think it's very interesting because it's just very international, and then even the uh, most of the Chinese crew there they they had they study abroad before, so so I think that's definitely very different um, than than like general Chinese production. I see. So how different I can't really say anything. So what about Taiwan? Have you worked on local Taiwanese productions? Uh, so 
I think it, look at it. You can look at it as a more organic way of shooting. <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's not like U.S. U.S. is like more is an industry and it's like it's a factory. Yeah, assembly yeah. line. Like everyone has like their. You have a job and you just do that one job and you do it well. Uh, but here is more is really more organic. Like sometimes you have to take two jobs at the same time, or um, because crew size is smaller. And, I mean, funding is smaller. So yeah, that and then and then you have to still make the film. Right. Yeah. Now, do you, do you have a preference? Do you? I mean, like, did did you like? So you worked on some small budget Taiwanese films. I mean, how was that experience? Uh, I think. Okay, so I have one uh Chinese coworker who told me about her experience working in China because she she's in the she's been in the co-pro co-production world for a while, and I think for her that's actually a very good way of uh getting established. So she she basically she had one co-production and then the next one would be like local Chinese film and the next one would be co-pro, so it takes it takes turn, and I, I and the main reason is that really if you're in a co-production if you're in a big Hollywood film, and you you only work on one job so you don't have you really don't know the big picture and and you don't get to learn that much. Ah.、Uh, but but yeah, on the other hand, if you work on like a local production. You get to do everything, so that's a that's a good way to train yourself. But just that is probably not as financial return is not as great,、uh, and then it's just it's gonna be exhausting for sure, <laughs> long、right. hours. Yeah. yeah. But then as a filmmaker, you got to learn, you know, and that's super super important, I guess. It's kind of like independent filmmaking, basically, right? I mean. For, yeah, yeah. You have to yeah, wear all then, so many hats. Yeah. Yeah, but the training is good. I、yeah. mean, you at least know what's going on, and the next time you work on the Hollywood or like a like a more mainstream film, then then you 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 definitely know more than the other people. So, so you 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 write as well then. You so it sounds like you're doing a lot of production, like production assistant and. Uh, you do what cam? Do you do camera or、uh, art department? I, I don't do. <laughs> so so for me,、uh, I don't do camera as much because、um, I think that really you have to start from like maybe grip and electric, and then you have to. It's a lot of training to to get in that part, and I think that's very specific. Yeah. And and for me, I do more.、Uh, I wanna. Get involved more in the AD team. Ah, okay. Yeah, because、um, really, like at the end,、uh, I, what I wanted to use to direct. I know, like AD is a very different uh, uh, from directing. Right. But then at least you wanna know like things that you have to pay attention to, and I think that's a good good way to learn. It's a pain in the ass, though. Like real talk, I was a second, I was a second AD on、uh, Advantageous, the sci-fi film, right? And it was a great,、yeah. great learning experience. But it was my first time doing it, and like it kicked my ass. Like real talk, like I was like, oh man, I gotta get a call sheet out. I have to get all the actors back to set, and it was a you know great experience. I you know I love you know I love the environment that 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 Jennifer、mm-hmm. Palm created,、um, and.、Uh, 
but yeah, it was tough. Um, but I think, have you done have you done second AD or first AD uh, work? I found second and third. Oh, okay, cool. How'd you like it? <laughs> so so Dan, uh, AD is assistant director. Uh, right. Yeah. What does a second AD do? Ivy. Uh, so that depends on your crew size. <laughs> oh. So if you, if you have like a is if it's more like an indie production, then basically you have to sometimes you have to like you have to deal with the background actors a lot, and then make sure people go through like wardrobe, makeup on time, and then everything goes smoothly. Talk with the other departments. It's a lot of logistics, yeah. Yeah, a lot of logistics, yeah. And you're, Which you're, is what I think. you have to communicate, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, communication skill, yeah. Yeah, so for me at first it was really challenging because uh, I think in a way it's education, in a way it's my personality is more, it's pretty soft. <laughs> so, so sometimes you really have to, you have to like really stand against other people and then really just, you have to force things happen and just you have to have kind of a strong personality sometimes. right and you don't want to be picked yeah. on too either yeah because mm -hmm. i think uh we talked about this in one of our previous podcasts with ronnie and it's like it's easy especially in a high pressure environment with a lot of strong personalities on a film set mm -hmm. it's easy to become like someone becomes like the whipping boy or whipping girl like they're like why is this happening this is your fault you know and like it's it, yeah. you have to stand up for yourself, and you also have to stand up for getting getting stuff done, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, ha have you been pretty successful on that? Well, I've been learning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's tough. I mean, I kudos to you, Ivy. I think it's it's a it's a tough tough gig. Um, now I was. Dan, sorry. Did you did you have any questions on on that uh, that on that area? I guess I was gonna switch gears. No, go ahead, switch gears. Yeah, I was just gonna talk about um. So the Taiwanese production. Okay, so now you have that experience. Are you thinking um now future wise? Are you looking to stay in Taiwan like uh, because of the political climate in America, or <laughs> or <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna come back to America and and uh, see what happens here. I mean, like, you know, what's what's your thoughts on your future, on the future? Uh, okay, I think I'm more, I'm just being more practical on this. I think just I'll, I'll be wherever the jobs are. <laughs> yeah. For myself. Um, and right now the jobs and, are in Asia for you. I think for me it's easier here. And then I also want to, I want to explore more as well in Asia. Uh, but, well, America's, I think you always have this, I think for me, because being abroad, uh, when you're like 16, you're not being like moving like between like SoCal and North, North California. It's just, sometimes it's just really hard to to really point out like where home is. Yeah, uh, I think, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for me forever, I think California always has a place there. Um, 
Yeah, and I miss Mexican food as well. <laughs> <laughs> there's me there's Mexican food in Taipei. It's just not that good. Like I don't unless you. Yeah. yeah. I miss good Mexican food. <laughs> yeah, I'm, and that's funny because I miss good Taiwanese food. I have to drive. I have to drive to like Alhambra or uh, was it like, you know, um, past yeah some maybe Pasadena area. It's there's it's you can still get you know decent Chinese or Taiwanese food, but of course mm -hmm. in Taiwan it's just all over it's the place. It's everywhere, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but the one thing I really miss about LA is the it's basically the diversity of food that you can pick. Because um, I mean, like you can always go for a good Vietnamese food and good Korean food. Yeah, but you don't you don't see it that much in Taiwan. You, you know, Dan owns a restaurant. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. I don't personally own the restaurant. My family owns restaurants. Mm. Yeah. What kind and, of what what uh, what what cuisine is that? Uh, Mandarin Sichuan. It's very like Americanized. Everyone mm -hmm. says it's Americanized, but we we have a very strong uh, Shanghai background as far as the food is concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we have three of them in LA. Yeah, well, like, Daniel. We're, Daniel's we're no that, joke. Yeah, it's uh, Yang, uh, Yang Chao, right? Yangzhou. Oh, Yangzhou. Oh. oh, okay. It's located, yeah, they're located, um, we have three locations, uh, Chinatown, Pasadena, and Canoga Park. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. I don't work there. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. I, he I brought mean, some, he brought, he brought some leftovers for me once and, uh, it's good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, when you come back to LA, we all have to go. Yeah. 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 Give us a coupon, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> the well, coupon is I just show up and we don't have to pay. Wow. All right. The Dan, the Danian uh, coupon. Um, yeah. What I was going to ask is that this idea of home you brought up. Um, so I guess you have a place in your heart for California as home, Taiwan. Yeah, always. But also Taiwan is where you grew. You were, you know, you were raised, right? So the Taiwan is definitely. Would Taiwan is your home country? You would say. I, uh, I guess. Uh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just hard to say because because I've been away for like how many years? Like almost ten years, and then like your so early twenties, I guess. Away from Taiwan, a, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, away from Taiwan. Uh, and I did have some like reverse culture shock <laughs> when oh. I visited back here. <laughs> oh, back to Taiwan. Oh, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so it's hard to say, but I mean, now I mean, I wouldn't. I just feel like you know, like after like meeting a lot of like foreigners and like in America and back in California and having some uh, international friends, I just really feel like, like, uh, fundamentally, I think everyone is the same, even if it's different culture, even right. if you're from a different country. So now when I think about it, um, I mean, I can't really give you like a simple answer on like, like who I am, like where where I'm from, um, but I feel like it's just a, 
maybe I'm like a mix of I got mixed influence from both uh, Taiwan and sometimes Hong Kong and from from the U.S. as well. So I just I just appreciate uh, the diversity that 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 I've got to come across in my life. Yeah, it just it doesn't really matter where I'm from because um, everyone. In essence, everyone is the same. Right. I mean, you are who you are, and you're a combination. You're an inter- yeah. You're an intersection of all these different places yeah. that you've been. Yeah. Yeah. And the people you've yeah. and met. And I feel yeah. like, I mean, even if you, you you say, okay, I'm I'm Taiwanese or if I'm American, that doesn't really mean anything. It's just maybe it probably tells a little about like how how convenient your passport is. Right. <laughs> right. It doesn't say anything about your personality or, or like how even how good you are as a person. It doesn't really <laughs> about it. So, so just that I, I try not to think too much about it. <laughs> Dan, do you agree with that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, because you're you're an intersection of a couple of different things too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I mean, uh, just so you know, idea. My my mom grew up in Japan. She's Chinese, mm. but she grew up in Japan. Okay. Uh, she she was actually born in Taipei, but mm-hmm. she moved to Japan when she was seven, and then um, more or less is Japanese. Mm-hmm. So very first thing she taught me was Japanese, and then going from there. So. Mm-hmm. And I I see on Facebook your last name is Kitamura. Uh, Kitam, oh, that was my stepdad's name, and then I I lived oh. a lot of my yeah. Um, High, junior high school and high school years using that name because my uh, it was it was easier to get health insurance that way. What? There's like no uh, question, no no questions because well it was through my stepdad, and it it was back then as it would have been weird if I used my own name and the insurance company would have asked too many questions I guess. Huh. Now are you are you still in touch with your rich you know biological father or? Yeah, yeah, I am. Totally okay. am. Okay. So, okay. Wait, when, sorry, uh, let me know if this is too personal, but like when, when, when was the separation, I guess? Or was it later or when you guys were young? Uh, when I was, yeah, yeah, when I was five. Oh, okay. So your dad is Japanese or? No, my dad's Chinese. I mean, your, your stepdad, I mean. Yeah, I have, I have two stepdads. I mean, my mom remarried twice and they're both Japanese. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> I learned something new. Okay, <laughs> that's that's cool. And then, um, I guess one was at five, and then one was later in your life. Yeah, one was um, my mom remarried in two thousand four, so a lot later in life. Now, as far as um, custody, were you like going back and forth, or? Yeah, I mean, technically, we were. My my brother and I were supposed to go visit uh, my dad every so often. Yeah, yeah. And we just we just went to LA to visit my dad's family, not so much my dad. My dad was actually out of the country. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Yeah, that's cool. Um, now, what I was gonna ask about is like in Taiwan. Um, so there, there's the first female president. Uh, Oh, yeah. Of uh, what, like, there's the first female president um, in Taiwan ever, Tsai Ing-wen. And now mm-hmm. um, we have the, uh, in America, we have the first um, um, 
you know, uh, well, probably not the first, but like one of the craziest presidents ever. <laughs> like we can all agree that this this president that we have right now is, uh, if anything, he's unique, um, and that's uh, you know, uh, uh, I guess a nice way to say it. But uh, what's what's the reception in Taiwan right now? I'm very curious. Like, what's your what's your thoughts on the recent election? Yeah. Okay, just my impression from the media here, like Taiwanese media, TV, newspaper, uh, and people around me. Just unfortunately, they think it's a joke. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, uh, on, yeah. On Trump's presidency. Uh-huh. I jo- did you see my... I posted before, I was like thinking, okay, if Tying Wen wins... This is before Tying Wen won, right? I was thinking, uh-huh. oh, Tying Wen wins, and then this... And if Trump wins, oh, I don't know. It's like a no-brainer. Like, I'm... I want to be where Taiwan is at versus where Trump <laughs> is at, right? But now that it's it's crazy, now that's a reality. I'm now like, it came true. Yeah, it came true. I didn't think it would come true, and I'm a I feel like a fool for that. It's like holy shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so Taiwanese people think it's a joke, huh? Yeah, because I mean Trump has his image in in media. I mean it's just not. I guess people in Taiwan just cannot comprehend like why, why on earth would American elected him as the president <laughs> of the United States? Really, uh, and then yeah. So I mean, because I think for Taiwan policy, what I'm, 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 you know, from our mutual friend Ivy, he was telling, yeah. he was telling us that. Uh, uh, that Taiwan policy-wise, uh, Trump is actually pretty st- strong as far as protecting Taiwan. Is do you know anything about that? Or <laughs> uh, I mean, I I didn't. I only read about the 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 phone call thing. Yeah, the phone <laughs> he, call. Yeah, he had with, uh, with President Tsai. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like for me, I I can't say too much about. Trump presidency right now because it's still like it's still only like a month in, and I mean really I I can't predict <laughs> what is what is really happening uh, under his watch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I mean this past this past month has been kind of crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I read about it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the women's march. Was there a women's march in Taipei? Do you know? No, unfortunately. I was looking for one. <laughs> oh, there should have been one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, in LA I was trying to go to it, but it was the everything was like slammed. Like I like the transportation, ground transportation, car thing was so crowded to get to the women's march, like I couldn't even make it. So it was that's I mean, LA. That, that's LA. I mean, then that. I mean, that's LA. a good thing, but it's like also like, oh, yeah. geez, I wanted to check it out, but whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, sorry, Dan. Were you gonna say something? No, no, no. Okay. I went to the one in San Diego though. How was that? Mm-hmm. It wasn't as busy as uh, LA. I saw pictures of LA. LA was crazy. I mean, if I if I stuck it out and like you know took like. If I wanted to get there, I would have got there maybe in like three hours, something like that, right? 
but I wasn't yeah. I wasn't really to make I wasn't willing to make that commitment. I had to go to work later, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, nah, it's it, it's kind of interesting. I think with the phone call, whatever. I think she was gonna call him any call the whoever the president was. I think Taiwan has a policy to always call the new president, and then the president will always the U.S. president will always choose to like take it or not. Right. That's what um our our like uh my friend was telling me um he's like a Taiwanese political analyst and you know and then I guess Trump took it so whatever I mean so on the Taiwan side uh, you know. It's 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 still not even if he's supportive of Taiwan, it's still not. It doesn't explain away some of the crazy shit that he like with the Muslim ban and the wall and that kind of stuff. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we gotta we gotta stand up to that kind of stuff. That's just kind yeah, of ridiculous. For sure. Yeah, I mean, are you still? Can you still vote for the U.S. or could you ever? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you? Hey, do you it? can vote for. Him. No, I got the ballot too late. I got it in like 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 January. <laughs> The absentee ballot you got in January? Yeah. What? That's like that's like three months after. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of registered a little late, but but still, I mean, I was expecting to receive that, and then no, <laughs> only saw it back in last month. <laughs> oh my goodness! In Taiwan. Back huh? when you see the missing bin. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no. Yeah, but. The- I think that was back in yeah mid January. I got it. You know what? I you know I think it's that's kind of a way how certain poli- how like absentee people who are absentee ballots. I don't know. That seems kind of shady. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. people who are abroad can't vote, or because their thing gets late. That seems like a a system a systemic problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Or, or you have to like go through extra steps to do it. And then I think back in that month, I was like, no, I didn't see it, I didn't see it. And then I think there's like another way to do it, but then just you have to like put down your name and you have to print other things. So it's uh, more complicated than it should have been, really. And that sucks because I think absentee people, I think they have a better, I don't know, they have a very particular view of America, I think, that's important. Because they're actually outside of America, and they actually can see, like, they can see what, yeah. Because here in America, we only get, you know, it's much easier to get American media, right? I mean, we can still like watch Taiwanese channels, whatever, but the TV, the radio is all American media. So there's a certain kind of brainwashing that's happening in America. Because I remember I would when I was living in Taiwan, it's like, wow, this is an interesting perspective on America, right? It's like, you know, it's like, wow, Americans, yeah, I guess we are kind of wasteful, or I, I guess we are kind of like some people think we're arrogant. I was like, okay, I can, I can see that a little bit you know um yeah i mean dan have you ever experienced that way have you been outside the country and like looked at their media versus ours no i mean uh when I, the only place i've ever stayed in for any long uh, long period of time was japan and their news news in the morning is almost like um it's almost like tmz the way they do it mm-hmm. it's kind of funny it's but, just like propaganda yeah. of like Japanese stars and stuff, right? Or yeah, or not it's propaganda, really interesting. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it's just a different way of doing things. Hmm. So, one thing um, also on the podcast we talk about are um, kind of like relationships, and curious. So, Ivy, since you've been moving around, ha- ha- were you able to maintain like friendships or boyfriends or 
while as you're moving around or that has been French is French is way easier. Yeah, right, right. Um, I mean, this technology. Uh, yeah, I mean, because sometimes you can just hop on Facebook and then after somebody can send you a message, and just what's up, James? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, <laughs> see this yeah. movie or yeah. Um, so, so I feel like it's just sad that like when you're moving around, you just can't be like a certain group of friend like every every day because everyone is like spread out like across, across the world. Right. Um, but. Um, so, for example, I have this uh, group of friends I met uh, back in college. Um, I mean, they're, they're from everywhere. So, I mean, we, we try to have like a Skype Skype call or Google Hangout call um, like every every two three months oh. just to get updated. Yeah. So and then and then sometimes we have a reunion everywhere. So it's good. I mean, you have free lodging. <laughs> And you have, and you, and you meet with your friends in like, uh, I mean, somewhere in Asia or maybe in Europe. So that's a, yeah, that's a good side of that. Oh wow! So you 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 all flew out to maybe Europe or Asia before to all hang out again, like as a kind of like a yeah. college reunion. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and yeah. I I really appreciate that. Now have now. Okay, real talk. Like, so, boyfriends, have you had anything serious recently or no? Uh, I'm I'm okay these days. Like, <laughs> I think like because I, I mean, just because if you one thing about doing film is really, uh, sometimes you go on set for like half a year, and then you you fly out to somewhere and you just basically disappear. I mean, basically from planet Earth. <laughs> basically, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 because yeah. it's like, yeah, and then sometimes you fly somewhere else and then you stay for three, four months. Ah, oh, it's tough. Um, that's, yeah. That's why I and think... I, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, just saying that... Uh, I mean, I'm sad. It's just a lot of... Uh, I saw a lot of people that are like, still singles and they're like... 40s, 30s. I mean, it doesn't really. I, I guess it's just that it's probably has a correlation uh, with 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 the nature of this job, and uh, and like single parent as well. It's just it's just hard. I mean, you see you see your coworker like skyping with their kid who's like three, four years old. Oh, and yeah. then, and then you you know they've been away for like half a year. Whoa! It's Sorry. Just hard to imagine that uh, for the kids. Yeah, I worry about that. Uh, if I ever have kids, I mean, I think I would make yeah. it a priority to see them. But uh, I also want to make, yeah. I also want to make cool shit. You know, I also want to make cool movies or stuff, and that takes that takes time away. I mean, you have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So especially, I, I guess, for kids. We're like really, really young, like three, four years old. Like you, you're away from for half a year, and you come back, and you don't probably wouldn't recognize your kids. Because <laughs> that's when they're growing, right? Like Dan, like yeah. your, your kids grow pretty quickly in half a year, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, there's so much development and change at the young age. Oh wow. 
So, yeah, so yeah. yeah, and and somehow a lot of them are like single parents. So yeah. Oh, true. do you think because they divorced because of the job or? I have no. I I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, hey, how come you guys divorced? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, where's the dad? Where's the mom? Yeah, where's the dad? Where's the mom? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's... Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I didn't ask. <laughs> okay. It's tough enough just to do your job on set. <laughs> so yes. Just... Yeah. I think uh, I think it's good because you're in your twenties now. So I mean. Yeah, I think and... twenty is okay, but yeah, uh, I'm in my, harder I'm... now. Yeah, I'm in my thirties though, Ivy. What should I do? Should I like just like, <laughs> should I just get a real job and then um, go find someone and marry like someone who's rich, marry her, and then maybe I should just yeah, say, yeah, yeah. Kind of worth you. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I don't know. Nah, nah, that's not for me right now. Um, I think, I think it's important. I to in whatever moment or stage you are in your life is to live that out full t to the fullest, I th yeah. you know? Fullest. So where you are now, it sounds like you're actually pursuing your dream at the fullest, and I, I commend you. I mean, it's that's awesome. Um, now, on set, like, but there's, you know what happened? They, they call them, like, set uh, love, you know, or, like, is there, <laughs> is there people hooking, hooking up on your set or, like, people who are having short-term relationships on set and then when the, when the production's over, they break up? Do, do you see that happen sometimes? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> weird. Sometimes huh? you know that you 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 just know that there's something happening uh below the surface. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you uh, can see that, but then I mean, it's a reality that uh, working on set just everyone for everyone is just a damn job. So and then everyone is on everywhere. So yeah. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to make it work. But. Dan, does this interest you? Like, cause I I know you probably you've had the nine to five, but have you heard of like other people that work, work jobs like this and like similar experiences? Uh, uh, I don't know. No romances. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like this seems alien to you, right? This kind of like uh, job, this kind of temp job contracting style. Yeah. yeah, it's not, it's not, uh, yeah, it's not normal for me, and even amongst my friends. It's more normal for my wife and her family, or her, her realm of uh, influence and stuff, but yeah. yeah, it's different for me. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know if it's healthy. Ivy, do you think it's healthy? <laughs> um, okay, I... It, de it really depends on the person, but just family-wise, I, I don't think so. Because uh, I mean, I mean, just come to think about it, I mean, you have to you have to leave your significant other at home most of the time, and uh, yeah, I think or there, I, I'm sure there's there's still ways to manage that, but it's just hard. <laughs> I, I I you have to yeah go put ahead, a lot of time effort and just maintain it i guess i mean there are directors who get married there are producers directors writers who i think writers it's easier because they're just writing and they're you know producing scripts and selling those um i think it's harder for maybe producers and uh directors and cinematographers um, below the line below, and then all the below the line people especially like yes. 
the the ads the production assistants yeah. i mean those people they work their ass off you know they're yeah they're the first ones yeah. on set the last ones on set yeah yeah because yeah. the thing is that i mean maybe as a director you can probably bring your your your, your kids your husband or wife set probably be work on a big production i guess but i mean for sure before the lie i mean yeah really you just work on your job yeah so yeah uh let's see where are we at where we just hit an hour yay uh, <laughs> let's see uh dan is there any other topics you want to talk about um i was just curious about new zealand i mean you were uh, right before we started recording you said that uh, you're going to look in china first and then maybe go to new zealand are, is there a lot of um production going out in new zealand i only um, know of Zemeckis, not Zemeckis, but Peter Jackson and his crew. Peter Jackson. Uh-huh. Uh, so New Zealand, I know that there also a lot of co-production that happened there, either like uh, American New Zealand or Chinese New Zealand or American Chinese and New Zealand. So because um, it's kind of think about the, uh, the weather, they they have like a huge advantage, like for the season they have like. So, for example, if you want to save money on a production, you can shoot. Um, you can shoot in the northern hemisphere and the southern hemisphere at the same time, right? Right. That's <laughs> a huge advantage, and also like tax-wise, tax break, and then they have good post post production as well. So, um, I yeah, I've heard. Um, I have I have friends who who's actually planning to to move there just to explore that opportunity. There's a lot of Asians that live in Auckland. I have cousins that live in Auckland, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I never visited New Zealand's. I've been, I was there for two weeks once. It's it's uh, it's kind of ridiculous. It's like wow, like this mm-hmm. is like so beautiful. Like people can live in mm-hmm. such a. It's it's kind of. Uh, oh. Yeah, it's just like wow, it's very nature. I mean, Auckland is like a big is is a city, right? But then you get outside of Auckland, it's like sheep everywhere. It's like there's more sheep per capita than anywhere in the world, something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, uh, so it's beautiful. Um, I think it might get boring though if you live outside of the city. Um, yeah, uh, but no, nah, New Zealand is pretty dope. Now. One thing is like there's yeah there's the North Island the South Island I did a little trip uh, around the two islands. Um, two weeks was too short though because there's like there it's crazy because they have glaciers there they also have um, these this such blue water and um, really interesting terrain. Um, but yeah, you should check it out when you get a chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your timetable, by the way, for Ivy? I mean, China. I'm, what are your thoughts are like? When do you think you're gonna make a decision on New Zealand versus China? Oh, I think for me right now, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna apply for jobs and just see where they are. <laughs> so now I'm looking more in China, I think, because it's closer. <laughs> right. Um, at the same time, because sometimes there are Chinese films. Shot in New Zealand as well, so oh, I'll just 
Yeah, it just depends. Depends on where the opportunities are. Like, what, ideally, where would you want to live? I mean, are you? I guess you live where the jobs are. But let's say, if jobs wasn't an issue, like, do you prefer to live in a more naturey area or more of a city area? Or I you, city. <laughs> you're more of a city person. Yeah, city. Ah, okay. Well, I, I think San Francisco is a good combination, actually. I mean, just regardless of, just don't not talk about the price, the rent. Uh, it, yeah, I think cities like San Francisco is where you have the nature surrounding the city. Yeah. But you also have the city, city there. Right? Yeah. You can have a city life there. Taipei is not bad either. Yeah, so, Taipei is yeah. Just a, yeah, it's small as well as San Francisco. And what's cool about Taipei is though, um, if you take the MRT far enough, like you could go to Danshui, right, or uh, Xingdian. Yeah. There's like some yeah. nature stuff there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I actually have to like start doing some hiking um, in the area because I feel like, I mean, people have been telling me like there's just so much to explore in the nature here, but then. I've just never, because I guess because I live here and I never really just thought about trying new things. Yeah. Yeah, but I think there's, it should be really, it should be a lot of fun. Have you been to Tokyo or you've been to Hong Kong though, right? Yeah, Hong Kong, Tokyo, both. Now, have you been to Beijing or Shanghai? I've been to Shanghai for two, three days, but never Beijing. I okay. wish I have. <laughs> So like what I what I'm getting at is like so let's say Hong Kong and Tokyo and Taipei, mm -hmm. so these are some mm -hmm. major Asian cities, but completely different feeling, huh? For me, it was yeah, 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 yeah. completely different. Like which one would you say is more hectic? I guess I guess Tokyo. I would say yeah. I feel I think, huh? Well, not Taipei for sure. <laughs> yeah. Or Tokyo, I, I say, I say Hong Kong. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, interesting. I say Hong Kong. I mean, just like, just by the way people people walk, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I just couldn't follow the the tempo. <laughs> no, no, Hong Kong people are like walk really fast and like really. Fast. Yeah, yeah really it, it seems like they're always making some sort of financial deal or something. I don't know. I, I get that feeling. I don't. Yeah, they're on their phone. I think like, just yeah, just kind of walking on the streets, like in Central, in those areas. And then Cantonese, like Dan, do you speak any Cantonese or not really? I do. Oh, okay. It's kind of a, a loud language. I mean. <laughs> yeah. It's. I mean, um, would you would you say that or Ivy you disagree? Uh, I I think just loud uh i think that that depends uh because because for me um because i i um, my heritage is also like uh partially cantonese okay yeah uh because my 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 grandma actually both sides of my uh parents are from canton originally oh okay okay and then um um, I, I got to live in Hong Kong for a bit when I was a kid. Yeah. And so, so I think it's like how when you speak English, you have like different accent or different like like choice of words. Yeah. I mean, in, in the states or in Australia, in, in, in England, it's different. 
So I think it's a stand for Cantonese, like like different people speaking in a different way. Like for example, yeah. I think Yang. Yeah, it's very different, and it's definitely less loud. But yeah, like if you go to like a dim sum place, and it's like you, sometimes you have to yell, and then like the service is just kind of. I mean, the service sometimes is kind of crappy. Yeah, <laughs> and like like in some places, I mean, they just throw the place at you. But, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's different. I think China. I yeah, China doesn't have good service in general. I mean, some places do, but yeah, I, I, that's what I hear. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um. And um. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but I wouldn't say. Um. Is is louder or anything? Just really depends on where you go to or who you meet. Because uh. I I think that's a good point. Because the American experience with Cantonese people is restaurants, basically. Because a lot of. Uh. A lot of Cantonese, a lot of the Chinese immigrants from Canton or Guangzhou or Hong Kong set up, you know, restaurants here. Like I guess Daniel's family, and then in a restaurant, you have to yell at each other. I guess to get to, you have to be very mm -hmm. direct. Dan, Dan, would you agree? Like you have to get, you have to be very direct and loud to make sure the other person hears the order or whatever, right? Yeah, it's usually in the kitchen. Yeah. So, oh, okay. so I think that's where that stereotype comes from. But I think, yeah, no, I, I think you're right because. I visited my friend in San Francisco recently, and she's she's Cantonese, and she speaks very quietly to her mom or whatever. I was like, oh, wow, I didn't know Cantonese could be spoken so softly, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess, I guess that's the same thing with all the stereotypes. Like, it really depends. It depends, yeah. Like, Taiwanese, like, I used to think, like, wow, it's all about cussing for, like, the Taiwanese. Because, you know? <laughs> like, the Taiwanese I learned was, like, dirty Taiwanese, you know? Um, but... <laughs> It's uh, yeah. no Taiwanese could be very beautiful, like in songs and stuff like that. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, speaking of Taiwanese, I guess we should wrap it up with. Um, so what we do, Ivy is uh, like Dan. Do you have anything else? Sorry, like I don't. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I, Ivy, did you want to share anything else? I was thinking we're gonna maybe wrap it up in a bit. Uh, let me think. <laughs> we talked about uh, your life. We talked about production. Uh, we talked a little bit about politics. Oh, hey, uh, is Taiwan gonna be uh, is gay marriage gonna be legal in Taiwan or or? Oh, okay. Um, okay, for now, I don't think it's like I don't think the decision is made yet. I think it's you, you wanna wait until June. Okay. Um, but then, but then it's pretty big now, uh, and then a lot of people are. Finally, starting to speak out. Yeah, like uh, like uh, Zhang Xuan, Desert <clears throat> Chang. She's doing. Oh like, yeah, yeah. She did all these talks around the country in Tai uh, all, all around Taiwan, and uh, it's kind of interesting listening to it and like people talking about Tong Tong and uh, homosexuals. Mm -hmm. and it's like wow, and you know, I talked to my mom about it just mm -hmm. to get her opinion, and I was like. Uh -huh. She was like, "Oh no, that's very, that's not natural." Like my mom, I I found out my mom is pretty conservative in that aspect, you know. And mm -hmm. yeah, very traditional. So I'm I'm trying okay. to I'm trying to change her a little bit. I'm like saying, "But what if mm -hmm. I was okay?" So uh, so side note. Uh, so I I asked my mom. Uh, she, I was listening to Zhang Xuan's one of her talks, right? And then she's oh. like, "What are they talking about?" I'm like, "Oh, they're talking about Tong Xinglian, the They're talking about the uh -huh. you know, homosexual policies." And she's like, "Oh, yeah, that's the homosexual. They should not get married." I was like, "What?" Uh -huh. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm so surprised because I really love my mom. She's such a sweet and nice person, right? And I was mm-hmm. like, well, hey, mom, what if what if I was gay? And she, she literally, she looked in my eyes and her mouth was open. And she's like, uh, uh see, mom. <laughs> she, asked me, she asked me, like, uh, are you? Because, okay, real talk. Ever since I was a kid, I... I was a kind of a weirdo. I used to blow in people's like blow air in people's ears and like kiss people on the cheek because I was very lovey. I was like a, I like this kid who like start was starved for attention basically. So I do all mm-hmm. these weird things. So mm-hmm. they like my brother said like James, it, like my brother told me later when I was growing, I was like James, if anyone was gay, I would have thought maybe it was you. But then we we have, some, <laughs> but there's someone else in our family that's. Uh, anyways, I'm I'm not gonna get into that. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, so I asked her that and she kind of looked at me. So she, you know, cause I don't think she, she I, she knows I've had ex-girlfriends, right. But she knows mm-hmm. I'm into the arts and I'm like the, I'm like one of two people in our family that was really into the arts. And she looked at me like, are you? And I'm like, <laughs> I looked at her and I was like, I didn't know, I didn't know what to say. Like, I kind of wanted to mess with her a little bit, but I just said, no, I'm not, Mom. You're <laughs> like, I'm not. But what if I am? Like, would you hate me? Would you love me less or whatever? And she's like, uh, you know, I just don't think it's just, you know, those gays, it's just very, I don't know about their lifestyle. You know, she's just made these very vague arguments. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's, it surprised me because I guess there's still that very traditional aspect in Taiwanese Chinese culture, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I've, I've heard a lot too here, and then from people I didn't expect it from. Um, just uh, yeah, I mean, for example, they're like, uh, okay, maybe it's okay they get married, but they have to, they have to, uh, they can't let the government pays for all the AIDS treatment or, yeah, I mean, all these just. Just, the, the thinking is just very. Uh, I just felt they never really got got exposed to to this issue in the right way, and then just like they they a lot of time they don't have the knowledge. Really, yeah. knowledge, yeah. Because I think they, they don't know fact. Yeah. They they know what they hear, but then they never look into fact. They don't even check Wikipedia. <laughs> Right, they think, they think yeah. like, oh yeah, if you're gay, you have AIDS. Like that's like yeah. what? That's no. <laughs> like heterosexual, tons of heterosexual people have AIDS. I mean, like yeah. it's not just Magic a Johnson. Yeah, right. It's not a. It's not a gay disease. <laughs> like it's. Yeah. Uh... I heard it from a cousin that's like, like, forty years old. Who's not? I mean, you wouldn't say he's old, but I mean, seriously, that's what you think. <laughs> Yeah, and then my like, you know, they have these some pe- some older generation Taiwanese think people like you know my like, oh, a, you know, gays are like they do those weirds like um, they they do drugs and they are they're like yeah, it's weird, right? Like, have you heard, I mean, have you heard hey, that? Hello, I I might have to cut off because I think one of my kids woke up. Oh, okay, so um. <laughs> So Dan, I guess I'll continue with Ivy. Can you do language corner real quick, or or you have to bounce? I have to bounce. Okay. All right, Dan. <laughs> so we'll see nice you later. Nice talking, Ivy. Thank you very much. Okay. Nice talking with you. Bye. Okay. Bye. See you. Bye. Okay.
Um, so what we'll do now is uh, something called Language Corner. Um, bye, Dan. Um, so Language Corner is basically... Oh, sorry, did you have anything to add on the, the gay issue in Taiwan? So they're going to vote in June, I guess, right? I think so. I think so. Okay, and can you vote in Taiwan or no? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. So, uh, go help support the cause, I guess. Yeah, I think that's... And they rally uh, the city as well, so... Yeah, I saw that, yeah. So, it's, I mean, come on, it's bullshit. Like, you, you can't marry someone you love because they're the same whatever, or, like, that's just... It doesn't make any sense. You should be able to love, you know, whoever you want, I guess. As you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can be loving and being gay. Yeah, I mean, you can be. In, <laughs> so strange. Um, okay, so language corner. Uh, yay! Uh, so we usually choose. We just choose like a phrase from like uh like so you speak Mandarin, right? Um, uh, yeah. What, what what other languages do you speak? Just Mandarin. A little bit of Cantonese, but oh, then yeah. I'm not. I used to be fluent, but now I'm trying to just get that fluency back. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but uh, yeah, not Cantonese. No. Okay. <laughs> I will choose. Um, I'll choose a phrase from Taiwanese. And basically, you know, I just share a phrase from Taiwanese and then. What Taiwanese? Um, like, so let me think. I like uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of a good phrase for Taiwanese. And then you can think of a good phrase from Mandarin that you might want to share with our listeners. Kind of like, okay, got it. It's kind of oh, like you're going to share. So, okay. yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, so one phrase I learned, there's like this song. Uh, like, I, I forget where the song, I heard this, but it's like, Xiao jie, xiao jie, li gui he. An une an une an an wei something like that. I I'm singing it kind of the last part. I'm not too sure. So it's like it's like Xiao Jie, girl, uh, Miss Miss, how old are you? So Li Guihe, right? I, I think I'm saying this wrong, but like uh, Li is like you, Li Gui Gui like the uh, Nichi Sui, right? Li Gui Hui, right? So Li Gui Hui, um, it's like how how old are you? <laughs> so it's something like you would ask like a chick like, hey, how old are you? <laughs> um, uh, Li Gui Hui, uh, that's the phrase I learned. Um, and you know, it's I think in Asian culture, I think in American culture, it's more taboo to ask someone how old they are. But I think in, in yeah, I think in Asian culture, it's much like, hey, how old are you? Li kuhe, like, nichi sui, like, li kuhe. It's like, they'll, like, I think it felt like with family or friends, they'll just ask you very directly. Whereas I think in American culture, they'll be, like, more politically correct about it. Like, oh, where'd you go to school? Oh, when, oh, when, what year did you graduate? You know, they'll do it, like, more indirect like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, has that been your experience, I guess, or, yeah? I think, uh, I hate it, really. You resume really... on your CV. You have to put how old you are. Oh, in Taiwan. Uh, yeah, I, I, or maybe you have to attach your photo, and then what? They, they have to yeah, that sucks. <laughs> so that's kind of like so. so yeah, I, I was on an interview uh, last week, and then one of the questions they asked me is that how old are you, really? I mean, yeah. I mean, they they did say that okay, if you're not, if you don't feel comfortable, you don't have to talk. 
But then I don't see your age on the resume. So how old are you? Yeah, that's kind of like. That so can, I mean, why is that relevant? I just don't get it. <laughs> that can lead to discrimination, right? Like, so in the U.S., they have the whole laws against yeah, discrimination. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I, yeah, but then here, uh, yeah, it's just. It's just right there. <laughs> so my my uh, phrase is "li uh, and then how about for you? Uh, for me, I think. Uh, so the manner in Chinese, huh? Uh, well, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I guess that's your strongest link, second language, right? Yeah. Yeah. Think so. Uh, let me think. What would be interesting to talk about? Maybe any tongue or maybe, <laughs> maybe like you want to ask for someone's number. <laughs> sure, I mean, I think that that's one of the most important things you want to learn. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just even professionally or <laughs> or uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just maybe just say uh oh, actually, so in Taiwan, so people use. Uh, like a the app line yeah. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so like when you wanna okay so 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 now you don't ask about phone number really because people don't really use the phone to call. Ah, <laughs> it's all about line, huh? So you you wanna ask like uh so what is your what is your line uh or like can I add your line? Yeah. So you would say uh, 我可以加你的 line 吗? Line, line. So line is line, right? So they don't have a Chinese translation for the app line. So L-I-N-E, L -I -E, right, yeah. So yeah. just line is, yeah. So just, so, so if you want to keep in touch with someone, just ask, um, uh, so can I, can I add your line? Um, okay, cool. And I, I'm going to write that down in the comments oh, below. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> 我可以, so like, 我可以, like, yeah. yeah, what is like I could is like can so what could is like can I? Uh, ja. ja is like add. Cool. All right. Well, that's how you. So then, like, uh, yeah, that's the new way to uh, ask for people. So if you want to pick up on a Taiwanese girl or guy, you just say yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't after number, just after lie. <laughs> and, and it's less, I think, uh, less pressure. I think, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. And more pressure. All right. Well, thank you so much, Ivy. Um, uh, thank you for being our, our our first international guest, calling from all the way from Taiwan. Mhm. Mm yeah. Thank you, James. Okay. Cool. Good. All right. All right. Okay. Thank you, and see you all next time on the next episode yeah. of Yin and Young. Yeah. All right. Bye. For sure. Hey. Bye. Relationships getting you down. Yin and Young. Racism's making you drown